Ready or not, here we are. Happy New Year. The beginning of a brand new church year, yet another first Sunday of Advent. The season of preparing our hearts and our homes and our communities for the coming King of Christ. But some of us are already exhausted. Before the turkey was even gobbled up, bam, Christmas. I mean, who am I kidding? Most of us saw sugar skulls and Halloween candy right next to the Christmas lights in October, or some stores even July. But this consumption of glitter and sparkle that all too quickly fades and tarnishes is not the kind of preparation that Advent is about. Now, I think we limit ourselves to preparing for Advent as the nativity and the birth because it's the kind of preparation we're comfortable with. Babies are cute and mostly harmless, sometimes very noisy and a lot a bit needy, but oh, so adorable. Preparing for Jesus coming as a king, that's a whole lot more daunting Jesus says that there will be signs in the sun and the moon and the stars. And on earth, there will be distress among the nations. Confusion by the roaring of the sea and waves. And people will faint with fear and foreboding of what is coming upon the world. And the very powers of heaven will be shaken. Now, if you look around and you're listening it certainly seems like there is distress aplenty. The news tells us of the intensification of disasters, both natural and man-made. And gee, is it any wonder that the world happily skips over a season that says, yes, all that and more distress is coming, and eagerly races to look with joy at the baby in the manger and say, gee, isn't he cute? And yet we as a people are charged with a promise and a task. When all of this happens, they will see the Son of Man, Jesus, not coming in a manger, but in a cloud with power and great glory. This is our promise. Jesus is coming back. And our task is to stand up and raise our heads because our redemption is near. But if we're honest, some of us are too tired to stand. Some of us are physically, mentally, and emotionally worn out. We have become spiritually stooped, unable to lift our heads to look with joy for the coming Lord. And to you, Jesus says, be careful, or your hearts will be weighed down with carousing, drunkenness, and the anxieties of this life. And rather than being able to look up at our redemption, that day instead will close on you suddenly like a trap. Now the best illustration that I know of this burden, this trap, comes from a children's movie. By a show of hands, how many of you have seen Disney Pixar's The Incredibles? All right, well, it came out in 2004, so no complaining about spoilers. Mr. Incredible is a very strong, in fact, super strong man who resents being forced by society to live an ordinary life. 
So he goes looking for adventure and fulfillment, and for a time he finds it. But all is not as it seems, and eventually he finds himself caught in the lair of his nemesis, and these black, blobby balls shoot out at him. And I see this as a metaphor for the sins and darkness of the world, because Mr. Incredible for a brief time can dodge and weave and escape those black, looming balls, but yet... Eventually, they stick, and they expand, and they grow, and they grow, and Mr. Incredible is overcome, bowed low, unable to escape from the darkness under his own power. He's not so super now. And it's this image of being overcome by darkness, overcome by the anxieties of the world, overcome by the consequences of sin and suffering in the world that I see in so many of us. And it is to us in the darkness and suffering that the words of Jesus echo, be careful not to let your hearts be weighed down. Gee, thanks a lot, Jesus. It's a little late. Don't you know how heavy our burdens are? Don't you know how deep the addiction to sin runs? Don't you know how scared I am? How close to fainting with fear and being overcome by grief I am? This weight of the world is all getting a little too heavy. And it is this weight, this discomfort, this pain that we are trying to shift and soothe with gifts and glitter and holiday experiences. And yet the catharsis and relief doesn't last because when we treat Christmas this way, it becomes just another empty burden. But that is why in this season of Advent, we need to do more than just rush to adore the baby in the manger. We need to pay more than lip service to the coming king from clouds descending between the whiplash of Jesus in the manger and Jesus in the cloud. We need to stop at Jesus on the cross and gaze upon the son of man who knows our burdens are too heavy. He knows the weight of the sin of the world. He knows how sticky and relentless our temptations are. He knows that weight because he bore it for us, so we wouldn't have to. If the task of standing up and raising your head to see your redemption drawing near seems impossible, perhaps it's time to admit you're not Mr. Incredible. We're not supers that by our own power and strength can unburden ourselves and save the world. No, we need a savior for that. So I want you to take a moment and think about what is burdening and weighing on your heart. How do we let that go? 
how do we escape from the burdens that are on our hearts? How do we escape the dark, sticky entrapment of sin? We keep saying yes to Jesus. We turn not just once, but we keep turning to Jesus on the cross and we cast the works of darkness on the one who can take it on the one who indeed has already borne it for us once and for all. Now let's do one more thing to prepare. Let's make a list and check it twice, not to find out who's naughty or nice, but let's look in our lives instead for who is harried and scared and write their name down. A neighbor, a family member, a friend, and commit to praying for them daily in Advent so that they too can have their burdens lifted, so they too can keep saying yes to Jesus and perhaps say yes for the first time. Together, let's take this first step in unburdening our hearts and pray together the collect, and it's two slides forward. There we go. Let's stand and cast away the works of darkness on the one who can take them. Almighty God, give us grace to cast away the works of darkness and put on the armor of light, now in the time of this mortal life, in which your Son, Jesus Christ, came to visit us in humility, that in the last day, when he shall come again in his glorious majesty to judge both the living and the dead, we may rise to the life immortal through him who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.